Welcome to the Holistic University Podcast, featuring your well-being coaches, Sydney and Elena. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Holistic University, episode 14. I'm Elena Siebold. Hi, everyone. I'm Sydney Rousseau. Welcome back, everybody. It's just Sydney and I today. Just, you know, your two co-hosts talking it out. <laughs> How's Yay. your week, Sydney? Oh, wow. That was great enthusiasm. <laughs> Yeah, that I really was like, yeah. Okay, but that's right before we started recording, we both came on here and we're like, oh my God, I am so tired. I need a nap after that's, this. That's exactly yeah. what they want to hear. <laughs> well, we're just. Yeah, I'm going to try to pep up for this, though. Uh, hey, I'm already pepped up. You got to meet me there. You got to match my energy. But I know. we just. School's picking up. I'm sure everybody can understand what we're feeling right now just classes school work studying homework I but you guys come here and listen to us so that you don't have to hear about the you know boring parts of school right but it tied into it's kind of funny because today we wanted to talk to you guys about emotional eating and what that is and how we feel about it and stuff so it kind of makes sense because on days like today where I'm like tired and kind of feeling blah and dragging is probably a day that I might turn to emotional eating. Um, but we'll talk about it cause it's not always a bad thing, but the point of it is, is just have more tools in your tool bucket than just emotional eating. Yeah. And emotional eating is situations of like when you feel stress and you turn to food when you're upset, you turn to food. Just if you're feeling any emotion, you kind of just, again, turn to food but also yeah. a lot of people like, oh. I was just gonna say like emotional eating too it's kind of like unmindful eating right so you're just like kind of zoned out you're just eating and and trying to cope with how you're feeling through food does that make sense like eating comfort foods and all of that and it's not a bad thing like it's okay to eat emotionally I've done it I still do it but I just feel like you've you know, sometimes you just feel better when you have other tools to deal with the tough days. And also another situation about emotional eating is when you are, I know us women, we have this once a month, it's a part of life, but that's emotional eating too. And that's completely okay. You are allowed to eat the foods that make you happy when you're feeling certain emotions, but it's just finding other alternatives as well so it's not always turning to food right right because like it might only start to feel like a problem if you're like you know just always going to that you know you haven't expanded your toolkit at all and you just like you know don't know what to do with yourself so it's like oh you always turn to eating and like I guess I've fallen into that too where I'm just like wow this doesn't like feel great anymore so like what are some ways that we can channel this anxious energy if we don't want to eat i am a firm believer in writing everything down i've mentioned this before but if i'm feeling very very overwhelmed which that happens during the school year like if i'm being honest i'm feeling pretty overwhelmed with school right now i write everything i'm feeling down it either becomes like this big bubble chart sort of thing of like i title it stress And then it's just a bunch of different branches, school, work, like health and everything, family. I branch it all off and then I rip out the piece of paper, I crumble it up and I throw it out. 
Um, wow. Like, yeah, because then it's like an emotional representation of it getting out of my head. Yeah. And me having control over how I'm thinking. And I I struggle with my anxiety and my stress a lot, so that's been able to help me. That's I should so be cool. doing that at least once a week, especially that's now because we're in the semester. But it it's helped me a lot because it just feels like I have grounding and control over what's happening yeah so would you say that it's similar to like journaling it, it's a form of journaling it's okay. not so like daily and consistent mm-hmm. um but I also recommend journaling too like just a minute to yourself of just writing down anything it doesn't even have to be about your day or what you're feeling just putting yeah. your thoughts to paper I actually just started getting into journaling. So I was seeing a counselor and I've heard so many times like you should journal and that's super important and stuff. And I don't know, maybe I just wasn't ready. You know, we talk about the stages of behavior change and I just never did it. And I don't know, she put it in a way that made me just want to start. So she recommended that I journal for 20 minutes you know, consistent, just right. Don't worry about spelling errors, punctuation, messiness, just right. And after about 20 minutes, she said, you can kind of get into your subconscious. So that just helps the thoughts flow and process things a lot better. And I have been noticing feeling a lot more grounded since I started doing this. Yeah, no, I, I'm a firm believer in journaling and writing things down. But as you were saying, like, if you might have not heard about journaling in the right way, like, if we hear something, like, if someone says, like, to us over and over again, oh, you should do this, oh, you should do this, oh, you should do this, unless it kind of clicks with us, we're not going to take action. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, what was it? My mom, when I was in high school, kept telling me, take group X classes, take group X classes, like, come on, just do it, you'd be so great at it, you'd be so great at it. She kept telling me it, and I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. But then until, like, I actually thought to do it is when I did it. So, like, we're gonna, we could be telling you X, Y, and Z of all these things to do for your mental health and whatnot, and even in this topic of overeating, but unless it clicks, we're not right. going to do it. And that's just the hope, right? The more you're exposed to, like, these different ideas and thoughts and practices and stuff like the more of a chance it will click so even you know anytime I've wanted to make a change I listen to the podcast you know read things talk to other people and yeah it's just about finding something that works for you so another like alternative that I've kind of realized puts me out of my head and kind of calms me down is like singing So, like, I'll just, like, pull up YouTube and get a song that I like to sing and, like, put the lyrics on and just sing my heart out to this song. Like, I don't know. That really does help me. Oh, what songs do you sing your heart out to? Oh, God. (laughs) I have to know now. I have to know. Yeah, okay. Well, the last one that I did, and I bet you might not even know who this is. Do you know? It's an old band. Like, this is before my time. Do you know ABBA? Yes. You think I don't know ABBA? Dancing Queen? Only 17? Of course I know ABBA. I was the biggest theater nerd in high school. I have no shame about it. Like, theater's great. Like, woohoo, love theater. But you think I don't know ABBA? Mamma Mia? Yeah. Are you kidding me? 
Okay, I guess Av is one of those bands that are like old, but everybody knows them. They're not so old. So I'm not even kidding. One morning, I just like got into it and sang that song like five times in a row. And it was awesome. I was dancing. I was performing. That's it. amazing. Yeah, that was a great form of self-care. Oh, but um, I do that with dancing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or I go to the gym. <laughs> Yeah, dancing, go to the gym. Those are all, like, really great. And then, like, maybe if you're not into that, I was thinking, like, arts and craftsy types things. So, like, making a puzzle, maybe drawing. Like, those are other things you could have in your your toolkit. Yeah, I also love drawing because it's kind of like a mental escape thing that you could be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, we're not trying to tell you with this topic that you shouldn't be emotional eating. No, all... it, it's different ideas, different perspectives. Like these are just things that have helped us. Like, you know, emotional eating, like we said, it can be in your toolkit, but it might feel like a problem to you if you're just doing it all the time and you have nothing else to turn to. Another mm-hmm. thing I was thinking like I've done is like call a friend, like maybe when you feel like having your comfort food or emotionally eating, like FaceTime your friend and have a conversation while you're doing it. Yeah. You know, like, and then you're talking, you're socializing with someone else. And, you know, maybe you can even get to the bottom of, of your emotions that you're feeling in that moment while you're talking to your friend. Yeah, I agree with that. Because then you're, because then you're kind of more aware of what you're eating. It's like kind of the same thing when we're watching television, eating, like you keep, eating and eating and eating and not aware of what you're eating or how much you're eating and you're not taking in the food you're eating like you're not making a connection to the food you're eating of like wow like this tastes amazing the hard work I put into this meal so uh-huh. it kind of brings you back to reality of your eating process I guess yeah. well it also reminds me too of like you know when you if you have a fear or something of like overeating or eating too much And that kind of ties in with like, I don't want to eat in front of other people or go out to eat with other people because I eat too much. Actually, like studies have shown that it does the opposite. Like when you eat with other people and you're surrounded by other people in conversation and socialization, you actually don't tend to overeat. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, but it does make sense. But then there's, in a way, there's like two spectrums of emotional eating because I didn't even think about it. But the going out aspect like, some people who go out feel like, oh, like, I can't eat this or I can't do this. So they end up eating less and that's emotional eating because of the fear of what other people think of you while you're eating. I didn't even, wow. Yeah, yeah, it can always be tied two ways. But, like, for, I think for this, like, if you're afraid of, like, emotional eating and overeating, having someone there with you. Yeah, yeah. It might, it might just help. No, it, it definitely would help. I do that if I'm on, if I'm having dinner by myself at, like, here, up at school. Like, I call my parents sometimes because I'm like, hey, just checking in. Like, I'm having a meal. And I did that when I was in my quarantine period. Like, every time I would have dinner, I would call my parents and eat with my parents. Yeah, and just... that's too, because then you're getting the support from people you love at the same time. So it's like a double, double win. Yeah. But let's go back to, like, situations where, like, emotional eating would happen. So, like, you're stressed with school, you have, you're very anxious, you're, a lot of times, I I mean, this happens to me a lot, like, if I'm upset, 
like an old mechanism of mine would be just turn to food. Which, mm-hmm. food does increase our serotonin levels. There is a psychological change in our brain. Like, neurotransmitters get released when we're eating foods that we enjoy, which is a good thing. We want our serotonin levels to be up. But let's just kind of, like, go through a situation where, like, we're not saying emotional, again, we're not saying emotional eating is bad, but if you want to bring your frequency of emotional eating down a little bit, like, what's, like, a situation where we can help you guys to, like, break down the steps, be more aware of your surroundings, and proceed with action? Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I don't know, for me, I guess it's more of just feeling, like, really tired and burnt out, and then not feeling like I can just have a rest day or something like that, or having a hard time giving myself that break. I'm in that boat right now. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah, school's... School has been kicking Sydney and I's butts. I'm I'm admitting that I put a lot on my plate. Um, I do that a lot. And when I am overwhelmed, I turn to food. Just old yeah. habits of mine, but... So, like, today, maybe yeah. you'll take, take something else out of your toolkit. Yeah. I wanted to... Okay, so... Two more examples, Elena, if you, maybe if you wanted to, I feel like you're good at like talking about pampering yourself, face mask, hair mask, things like that. Ooh, self-care days? Self-care Sundays? Yeah. Ooh, I love those. Go to Target, go to Walmart, buy yourself some face masks, buy yourself some scrubs. If you got a bathtub, lucky you, I got a like beach shower here. It's kind of gross, but you know, we love it. Gansett life. What's a beach shower? You know, like, those beach houses that have, like, those, like, showers? Like, the showers aren't the best, but, like, they do because you're just here for the summer. But I'm here for the <laughs> school year, so I got this one shower head. And, yeah, but we're... we're so it's, like, it's a stand-up shower. Yeah, it doesn't have, like, a... Like, back home, it's like I get the luxury life. Yeah, bathtub. Yeah. yeah, well, our bathtub's broken, but let's... That's another topic for another day. <laughs> but... Get yourself some face masks, get yourself some scrubs and whatnot. Get yourself, make yourself a really nice home-cooked dish, something that you've been looking forward to or something that you've been wanting lately. Plan it out and know I'm going Mm -hmm. to treat myself in all of the categories. Put on your favorite movie, get your face mask ready, have your meal out in front of you, get some chocolate or some candies. If you don't like chocolate, I'm sorry for you, get candy, and just... Take time for yourself and be very present in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. And then, okay, so that's like self-care. You covered everything there for self-care Sunday. I'm in love with self-care days. I wish I could have them more often, and I think I need to do one this yeah. weekend. <laughs> and, okay, so another another thing that I like to do just to relax and get me out of my head is like watching interesting YouTube videos or like funny you know, just like funny things on YouTube. And my three suggestions here um, are GeoGuessr, Good Mythical Morning, and Corridor Crew. And Elena, you probably haven't heard of any of those, but no, I was, I was gonna say different ones. <laughs> and they're okay, so you can say yours, but these are just like fun. I don't know, interesting YouTube people that you can just watch. Like YouTube shows, basically. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. They just, like, get you out of, like, your head and just, you know, thinking about something other than your anxious thoughts. 
No, yeah, I agree. I was gonna say like Zane and Heath Unfilter from like the Vine days, because <laughs> that's I what I watch. Fun. But um, or you can listen to a podcast like our podcast if you're listening right now. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but just it's finding activities to swap in the eating with something else, and so often I could do you even better. Yeah. 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 And also, this just occurred to me. Emotional eating is also eating out of boredom because boredom is an emotion. And oftentimes, Mm -hmm. we've talked about this in previous episodes, not knowing if you're hungry or if it's just you're bored and you need to do something. Yeah, what can we say about that? Like, if if you're confused if you're bored or not. I don't know. I've heard different things, like kind of waiting maybe 10 or 15 minutes before you go to eat to kind of figure out if are you bored or are you actually hungry. And I I don't know. Like, I mean, eating when you're bored is okay, too. But like like we said, maybe if you do it all the time, you're not feeling great about it. Um, but yeah, waiting a few minutes and kind of asking yourself, can I even think of what would sound good right now? And you know, if you can't, maybe you're not that hungry. Yeah. Or you could be dehydrated because oftentimes we can mistake dehydration for hunger. Very true. And also a lot of times, so many studies have shown that if you are watching TV and you feel yourself getting hungry, it could be more boredom than actual hunger but then sometimes studies have shown that when you're watching tv for some i think it's like your hunger levels increase i think from like the placement of commercials or something Uh it's very interesting do you even see commercials anymore (laughs) no i'm on netflix hulu disney plus oh my goodness if listeners if you're watching wandavision oh (gasps) yes that's one of my new favorite shows. I want to be. Awesome. I want to be okay. her. Go watch Wandavision. Go watch Wandavision. If you can, if the one thing you take away is to watch Wandavision from this episode, watch it. It is incredible. If you are a Marvel fan, you are probably already thinking of all of the theories and everything with the villains and multiverse and I don't I don't know the terms. <laughs> yeah, but you're a Marvel fan, right? I am such a... I am a Marvel fan. I am a Star Wars fan. I am... Huh? Because I'm not at all. I hate that stuff. (laughs) Okay, I don't hate it, but I've seen, like, half... I've seen, like, one Marvel movie. And I don't even, like, know all the characters. Let me guess you saw Endgame or one Avengers (laughs) movie. Yeah. So, so this is perfect because see, Elena loves it, and I literally don't care about it, and I still love WandaVision. Well, all of our listeners that are, if our listeners are Marvel fans out there, they're probably shaking hearing you say that you hate Marvel. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I take that part back. I definitely don't hate Marvel. It's just not, like, my thing. Okay, I I watched... If the Marvel movie comes out, I'm not going to be the first one there, basically. Are you a Star Wars fan? No, that's even worse. No. No. Um, listeners, you can't see me right now, but my hand is covering my mouth in pure shock and completely upset. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I've disappointed you greatly. Oh my god. Sorry. Well, um, 
I recommend well, I for everybody to not emotionally to go watch Star Wars and Marvel. Oh my goodness. Well, I think that's all for, for this episode, guys. Yeah, because um, I'm just in utter shock right now. You're just really mad at me, so we gotta go. But yeah, if you take one thing for this episode, go watch WandaVision. Um, but in all... Yeah, I but, but in all seriousness, emotional eating is not a bad thing. We are all human. We are all allowed to eat no matter what the situation is. Food is only there for nourishment and fuel and to make us happy. But we just wanted to talk about this topic because we all do it and we're, all, we're always going to be here for you guys to give you advice. And while we did end this episode with a little bit of banter about Marvel and Star Wars. We just wanted to bring awareness to this topic because we're, we're only human. Yep, I love it. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. We shall see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening. 